0: Hello, welcome to Vigilance Journey podcast. My name is Vigilance Ateno and today I'll be talking about sexual violence against women and girls. And the reason why I've picked this particular topic is because recently I have developed this strong urge to actually understand the experiences that this, we, this group of women and girls have gone through the trauma that comes with it the way it's difficult for them to get justice, and how it just changes their lives completely. And I'll be able to share with you some of the statistics that I came across, some of the laws that have been put in place in the Sexual Offense Act in regards to the Constitution of Kenya, and just to share the different experiences. And also remember, we have created a new blog that is called Encounters Africa Blog, that will just share some of the stories of women who have gone through sexual violence or sexual abuse. Well, to kick us off is the research which was conducted by the National uh, Crime Research Center in 2014, whereby they said one in every five women experience sexual violence. That is approximately 21%. And then in regards to the reported uh, cases on sexual violence, 15% of women reported cases, while 16.7% of men reported cases of sexual violence against them. When we come to now the statistics of sexual violence, 15.2% of women experience sexual violence in their homes, while 7.4% of men experience the same. Forty-five percent of uh, women experience physical and sexual violence, and this forty-five uh, percent majorly are between the age of fifteen to forty-five years of el- uh, old, of uh, or fifteen to forty-nine, fifteen to forty-nine years. Sorry, years of age. According to the World Health Organization report in two thousand and three. 15 to 71% of women experience sexual abuse uh, by their husbands or the partners or the people they actually trust around them. UNFPA in the year 2003 did a research where they said globally all sexual assaults are mostly against girls between the age of 15 years or younger. In 2011, FIDA did a study on sexual violence against female gender and if you find time you can try get the document and just read to understand it better. And when we talk about sexual violence, we have rape, we have child molestations, we have a lot of uh, those uh, aspects that are fall under sexual violence. When you talk about rape, and we want to understand rape, 375 women go through rape annually. And rape here, it's in regards to forced sex, where someone has not given consent. And then that's 37.5% group of women, they experience rape or they are raped by their intimate partners. And then we have 9.6% who are raped by non-intimate partners. I came across this report and it broke my heart. And it left me in that point where I felt so angry and I felt so agitated. And the saddest thing is we actually as a society always tend to find fault against the victim and not the perpetrator when a young girl for instance has been raped or a teenage girl or a young woman or a woman and it's even sad that nowadays on the newspapers and in the television we hear about even elderly women being raped people will bring in the aspect of the dressing where were they it was in the night what is a woman doing outside in the night, and such like things. And that has been one of the ways the perpetrator continue to commit this heinous offense. The Kenyan Constitution, under Sexual Offense Act number no. 3 of 2006, classifies rape as one unlawfully cause of penetration with his or her organ, or having forcing someone into sex without their consent manipulating someone into sex or when you obtain consent by force most of the time we also get we need to understand that most of the perpetrators are not strangers These are people that have been trusted. And rape here is not only for women, but even young boys, young men, and elderly men being raped. But my key interest is in terms of analyzing and understanding sexual violence against women. It is really sad that a young child is being molested But people will always find a way to make it so difficult for the victim and make it easy for the perpetrators to get away with the offense. Child molestation is on the rise. Young children are being molested by their brothers, their cousins, their fathers, their uncles. It is happening everywhere. But it's also difficult for justice to be obtained because probably, the not probably, but most of the times, the process, the court process takes very long. Sometimes the evidence, in, in a case where parents do not understand uh, the importance of evidence, the child has been molested, they will wash before they take the child and report the case, that time probably the evidence is gone. And we all know evidence is a crucial part of or a crucial basis for for justice. The constitution of Kenya also further states that when you are found guilty of any sexual offense one you are liable for conviction to imprisonment not less than 10 years but which may be enhanced to imprisonment for life. When you attempt to rape someone, then you are liable for conviction, for imprisonment for a term that shall not be less than five years, but which may be enhanced to imprisonment for life. When you're saying someone is guilty, what are we actually, uh, in, in in which area are we saying one is guilty? When it has been proven that the penetration occurred and that you forcefully manipulated someone into sex. And penetration here is penetrating someone in exception to where one has uh, this need for uh, medical purpose or the hygiene. That one is not penetration, yeah? We have so many women who are being raped in their own homes. We have so many women and girls who are being raped in their relationship. But sometimes it's difficult to tell. If you're in a relationship and someone forces you into having sex when you don't want, that is rape. But sometimes it's also difficult because when you want to go to the relevant authorities, most of the time you'll find they are not interested in actually filing the reports. They will ask you, your husband raped you, how? They will be quick to demystify your complaints and they will not take it very serious. We have organizations like FIDA that are trying to protect and ensure that women who go through sexual violence get justice. My question today is how many women are going through this but they are very traumatized. They are so scared to report their perpetrators. There was a time I read in the newspaper of a girl who had been raped by the uncle. And the girl has a single uh, comes from a single parent family. And when she ad- uh, when the mother had tried to get justice because the uncle was a bit well off, he threatened the mother and the mother because of pressure and fear and constant threats, she eventually withdrew the case against the perpetrator most of the time the victims are threatened most of the time the victims are stigmatized most of the time the victims do not get proper counseling it's like a child when a child goes through something you have to take them through a process and journey of healing. Most of the victims, they do not heal from the ordeal because one, they do not want to open up because when they open up, then they get more stigmatized, they get so much mocked, people will start questioning them And so many of them decide to keep it to themselves. And in the process, they hurt and hurt and hurt more and end up not healing. So on this blog of ours, it's called Encounters Africa blog, where we want to address many and many of these uh, stories just to, to strengthen. You know, when you share a story and someone reads and they're able to say, you know what, I went through this. You know what i'd love to talk about this we're just trying to stir up conversations and strengthen women and make them bold enough to be able to share their experiences and just tell us what they have gone through and probably also in the process we'll try to find out long-term solutions for them can we form a group where they are their supports uh, a support group for them can we try get them lawyers who can be able to take them through the journey and tell them how to get justice do we create awareness and tell people about sexual offense act because also for me i did not actually know what the act was there i did not know what it was all about until i took time to actually now go through it and learn and understand it very well And I'm very sure majority of people do not understand the sexual uh, offense act as outlined in the constitution of Kenya. Because few of many uh, many people, we have not read the constitution unless you're a law student or you are in the law fraternity or probably want to come up with a policy or anything. But very few individuals, I'm sure, have the knowledge, uh, the constitutional knowledge at the tips of their fingers. So, this is something that is happening. This is something that is happening to girls 15, 9, 3. But my question today is how can we start this conversation? Which kind of policies should we put in place? Imprisoning someone, well and good, it's good. But is it enough? Is it enough punishment? For someone who has shattered someone's dreams, shattered someone's hope, shattered someone's belief? What are some of the counseling measures that are being put in place to ensure the people who have gone through this act, the victims, to ensure they can regain their confidence, to ensure they can be able to trust people again, to ensure they can trust humanity, to ensure they heal completely from the ordeal what is the monitor and evaluation uh, system that is being used to say this so and so went through this but after this and this and this we are sure the healing process has started how do you evaluate how do you monitor the progress the healing pro- uh, process for the victims do they remain the same again no it ends up making people to become so bitter against one uh, uh, against a certain sex or a certain gender It makes someone to isolate themselves from everyone. It makes someone to stop dreaming and hoping and doing what they like. So, sexual offense act is something that every person, every individual should be taught and should be explained to so that people understand. These are things that happen every day. There was a time when we were in campus, uh, there was a lady who had met a certain guy online and they started talking and when they eventually met, the guy took advantage of her and it was so difficult to report such a case. Because number one, do you know the name of the person? You don't know the name or probably someone just gave you a completely different name that is not even theirs in the first place. So how are we going to teach our young girls to be alert? How are we going to make women to be alert? And how do these perpetrators come? Sometimes they come in form of friends. And they know how to press your buttons. They'll make you trust them. They'll make you believe in them. They'll make you feel safe in them. But at that particular time, they only have one aim. That is to get you and take advantage of you. So this is a topic that breaks my heart this is not something that it's not a topic that I will talk about it with a lot of of excitement or a lot of of oomph 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 because it is something that we need to address and I'm not ruling out the male side but for me the female side is more crucial to me and it's of more significance for me to advocate and address the issues that women go through. So, we need to protect our girls. We need to protect our women. We need to be bold enough so that when a woman tells you what they went through, you can hold their hand and you can help them get justice. Abuse is happening in Kenya. Abuse is happening in Nigeria. Abuse is happening in South Africa. It is happening everywhere. And I even saw so, uh, in Ghana there is a uh, the name of the organization has just disappeared. But there is a way they now train girls to have the tactics when uh, uh, when someone attacks you when the predator comes. How you can try to get yourself out of the situation before something actually happens. The court system has failed many people. This is not only in regards to sexual offense, uh, justice, but in every aspect, especially in Kenya. My wish and my desire is that some of these cases need to be treated with so much urgency. When a victim sees a perpetrator locked, that is one of the steps towards healing. But when a perpetrator takes advantage of you, and you you have to continue seeing them in the same society day in day out, then it makes healing much much difficult. So my desire is it will reach a time where some of these cases, especially dealing with child molestation, sexual violence, rape, and everything, they will be treated as a matter of urgency. That justice will be served as fast as as it can, because that is one of the process, or that is one of the steps for the victims to get justice. We need to have more therapy centers. We need therapy because when you go through that deal, I'm sure you can easily fall into depression. You can easily have suicide, uh, suicidal thoughts. You can easily have accumulated anger. You can easily go mad and actually just start completely mad and crazy. You can be numb. So we need many centers that actually offer therapy to victims we need centers that are specialized with suicidal uh, prevention we need centers that are specialized in depression and general the mental health spaces at least each and every county if we can if the government can put in place at least 5 good established centers with experts skilled people who understand what mental health what psychology we need the psychologist to come on board and to partner because therapy centers the ones that are in kenya that i know they charge per hour and sometimes they are very expensive and not many people can actually afford it so we need government to establish and put down centers that provide counseling for free you know for free for these victims so that they start the healing process We need more organizations like FIDA to also uh, start telling people how to go about justice. I think more awareness needs to be created. And even if it is your husband who has uh, raped you, justice needs to be done. Because the moment someone has more power and you have less or no power, that alone is assault. We need to stay alert. We need to know when these things happen and we need to actually have the knowledge. Otherwise, I hope you found this episode to be uh, of more value and I hope you'll continue having this conversation. We can actually interact more. Just uh, follow me on uh, uh, Twitter, Vigilance at Vigilance, at Vigilance at Yeno. Uh, and you can also follow our blog encounters africa blog encounters africa blog will be able to put more and more and more stories to empower and if you know a woman was going through this ordeal embrace them love them support them and be there for them i'm wishing you all a fantastic fantastic time ahead do have a wonderful time and thank you so much for listening for next episode stay tuned because we have more to come Bye.